Sermon 79, Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 66-80 through 80 by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Sermon 79, 11, 11 through 13. And which of you that shall ask his father bread, will he offer him a stone? Or if he ask of him a fish, will he for a fish offer him a serpent? If he ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you therefore who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall the heavenly Father give a good spirit to them that ask him? To love instruction and be fond of hearing become saints, but those who are thus minded must, I say, keep in remembrance and store up in the treasure-house of their heart whatsoever has been spoken by those who are skilful in teaching right doctrine, and whose study is ably to initiate men in the truth. For this is both profitable to themselves for their spiritual improvement, and, besides, it rejoices the teacher, just, for instance, as the seed also gladdens the husbandman when it springs up, as having been well covered in the furrow, and escaped being the food of birds. You therefore remember that at our last meeting we addressed you on the duty of praying without ceasing, and making supplication continually in offering our request to God and that we must not give way to any littleness of soul, nor at all grow weary, even though he somewhat delay his gift, considering that he knows whatsoever is to our benefit, and that the fitting season for his bounties is not forgotten by him. And in today's lesson from the Gospel, the Saviour again teaches another point most useful for our edification, and what this is, come, that we may declare it as to sons. We sometimes draw near to our bounteous God, offering him petitions for various objects, according to each one's pleasure, but occasionally without discernment, or any careful examination what truly is to our advantage, and if granted by God would prove a blessing, and what would be to our injury if we received it rather by the inconsiderate impulse of our fancy we fall into desires replete with ruin and which thrust the souls of those that entertained them into the snare of death and the meshes of hell when therefore we ask of god aught of this kind we shall by no means receive it on the contrary we offer a petition fit only for ridicule and why shall we not receive it is the God of all weary of bestowing gifts upon us? By no means. Why then, some one forsooth may say, will he not give, since he is bounteous in giving? Let us learn of him, or rather, you have already heard him here saying, What man is there of you, whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Understand, he says, by an image or plain example, taken from what happens among you, the meaning of what I say. You are the father of children. You have in you the sharp spur of natural affection towards them. In every way you wish to benefit them. When, therefore, he says, one asks of you bread, 
without delay and with pleasure you give it as knowing well that he seeks a few wholesome food but when from want of understanding a little child that knows not yet how to distinguish what it sees nor moreover what is the service and use of the various objects that fall in our way asks for stones to eat do you he says give them or rather do you not make him desist from any such desire as would be to his injury and the same reasoning holds good of the serpent and the fish and the egg and the scorpion if he ask a fish you will grant it but if he see a serpent and wish to seize it you will hold back the child's hand if he want an egg you will offer it at once and encourage his desire after things of this sort that the infant may advance to riper age but if he sees a scorpion creeping about and run after it imagining it to be something pretty and as being ignorant of the harm it can do you will i suppose of course stop him and not let him be injured by the noxious animal when therefore he says you who are evil by which he means you whose mind is capable of being influenced by evil and not uniformly inclined to good like the god of all you know how to give good gifts to your children how much more shall your heavenly father give a good spirit to them that ask him and by a good spirit he means spiritual grace for this in every way is good and if a man receive it he will become most blessed and worthy of admiration most ready therefore is our heavenly father to bestow gifts upon us so that whosoever is denied what he asks is himself the cause of it for he asks as i said what god will not give for god wishes us to be holy and blameless and to advance uprightly and boldly in every good work walking apart from everything that defiles and from the love of fleshly pleasure and rejecting the anxieties of worldly pursuits not involving ourselves in worldly business not living profligately and carelessly not delighting in unruly pleasures nor moreover practising a dissolute mode of life but desiring to live well and wisely and in accordance with god's commands making the law which he gave us the regulator of our conduct and earnest in the pursuit of whatever tends chiefly to our edification if therefore you wish to receive aught of this kind draw near with joy for our father who is in heaven because he loves virtue will readily incline his ear examine therefore your prayer for if you ask aught by receiving which you will become a lover of god god as i said will grant it but if it be anything unreasonable or that is able to do you an injury he will withhold his hand he will not bestow the wished-for object in order that neither he may give nothing of an injurious nature for this is completely alien from him nor let you harm yourself by receiving it and let me explain how for which purpose i shall bring forward examples when you ask for wealth you will not receive it of god and why 
because it separates the heart of man from him wealth begets pride voluptuousness and the love of pleasure and brings men down to the pitfalls of worldly lust and so one of the disciples of our lord has taught us saying whence are there wars and whence quarrels among you is it not hence from your lust that war in your members you lust and have not you seek and find not you ask and receive not because you ask wickedly that you may spend it on your pleasures when you ask worldly power god will turn away his face for he knows that it is a most injurious thing to those who possess it for constantly so to speak charges of oppression attach themselves to those who possess worldly power and those are for the most part proud and unbridled and boastful who are set in temporal dignities when you ask for any to perish or be exposed to inevitable tortures because they have annoyed or molested you in any way god will not grant it for he wills us to be long-suffering in mind and not to requite any one with evil for evil but to pray for those who spoil us to do good to those who injure us and to be imitators of his kindness for this reason solomon was praised for when offering up prayers to god he said and you shall give your servant a heart to hear and to judge your people righteously and it pleased the lord that solomon asked this thing and what did god who loves virtue say to him because you have not asked for you many days nor have asked the lives of your enemies but have asked for you understanding and to hear judgment see i have done what you said see i have given you a heart prudent and wise you therefore should ask the bestowal without stint of spiritual gifts ask strength that you may be able manfully to resist every fleshly lust ask of god an uncovetous disposition long-suffering gentleness and the mother and nurse of all good i mean patience ask calmness of temper continence a pure heart and further ask also the wisdom that comes from him these things he will give readily these save the soul these work in it that better beauty and imprint in it god's image this is the spiritual wealth the riches that has never to be abandoned these prepare us for the lot of the saints and make us members of the company of the holy angels these perfect us in piety and rapidly lead us onward to the hope of eternal life and make us heirs of the kingdom of heaven by the aid of christ the saviour of us all by whom and with whom to god the father be praise and dominion with the holy ghost for ever and ever amen end of sermon seventy nine